Welcome to the Working on the Weekend podcast. When you freelance or own your own business, you likely operate outside the typical nine to five. Join Peyton Robinson and Eileen Talkman each week as they spill the tea on being freelance marketers in the content and social world. You'll hear real life experiences about the grind of freelancing and poke a little fun at corporate America too. You'll never know what to expect from Peyton and Eileen's job in an ever-changing digital world. But one thing's for sure, they'll always be working on the weekends. Working on a weekend like usual. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Working on the Weekends podcast with your hosts, Peyton Robinson and, of course, Eileen Talkman. Hey. I'm really excited about today's episode. Me too. Um, this is going to be really fun. You could probably tell by the title. If this is your first episode, let me just give you a quick little recap on what's going on here. We do segments at the end of each of our episodes, and our favorite segment and everyone's favorite segment actually is corporate jargon pet peeves, things people say in the corporate world that just totally suck and we're tired of hearing people say. It's just weird. No one would say this in their real life, those kinds of things. For example, low-hanging fruit, divide and conquer, scale, things of that nature, okay? You get it. And so we each bring one to the end of our episodes. And now we are at the one year anniversary of the podcast. I should have started with that, but here we go. We are at the one year episode, one year, the one year anniversary of the podcast, which is actually insane. And I'm just happy to be here with my friend and happy Annie. Happy anniversary. We've been dating for a whole year. It's okay. So serious. I know. It's been it's getting really serious, guys. So what we're doing today is we took all of the corporate jargon that me and Eileen have brought to the table over the last 12 months, and we are putting them into a bracket, which we're gonna pull up for you. Putting them into a bracket, and we're gonna decide who is the ultimate corporate jargon champion of 2023. That is right. And so here we are. I'm if you are watching this on any of our social channels, we are unveiling the bracket right now. Here it is for you. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. There's the a lot on here. Working on the weekends, corporate jargon bracket. It's so iconic, honestly. It really is. It's so beautiful. Um, and what we're going to do is we're going to go through the bracket, obviously, and make decisions on which is... The winner is the worst one, essentially. The one that we hate the most is the champion for 2023 corporate jargon. Some of these are from 2022, but this is our full year podcast list here. And we're going to give you guys a little bit of background on each of them as we go through and why we hate them because they're on here because we specifically hate them. So it's going to be a little hard to make decisions on which is the worst, but I think we can do it. Truly, they're all so bad. I don't know how we're going to find a winner, but you know what? We're up for the challenge. We're up for the challenge. Okay, let's get right into it, friends. We're going to start top left corner. We have high level and switching gears going against each other. High level, Eileen, tell us about her. So high level is like everyone says this when they're kind of describing a project or a campaign or just something that's like going on at the company to you, but they don't want to like get into it too much. So they'll be like, I'm just going to give you like a really high level overview. Almost like you are standing like at a high level, like looking down and you're just getting like a broad picture of everything that's going on. Yes. Or maybe someone's like rambling on about something 
Mm-hmm. And their manager might interject in a meeting and be like, you know what, let's just keep this really high level. Yes. And part of our hatred for this one comes from the fact that whenever someone says this, it's never high level. Yeah. They always are like, ramp. like, that's like what it is. It's like, you're actually telling me way too much. This like is high, high level, level would be like, boom, boom, boom. Like a, a elevator pitch of the campaign or whatever it is that we're talking about. We get in a call, they say high level and it's like a 30 minute conversation. That's like when someone is writing an Instagram caption about something like sappy and they're like, I have no words to describe this proceeds to write like a three paragraph (laughs) Instagram caption. It's like, actually, you have a lot of words to describe this. Yes. That is the the real life non-corporate application of high level. Hey, that's right. Okay. Okay. Well, switching gears from high level. Let's talk about switching gears. Switching gears was one of mine. Switching gears is when you're on a call or you're having a conversation with someone and we all know you're having one conversation and they're like, okay, let's switch gears over to talk about the Facebook campaign or the ads that we're running, like switching the transitional period from one conversation to the next. But they like in the corporate world, they love a switching gears moment. It's just so natural. And I honestly find myself falling into this one because it is just such – it's so prominent that like Mm -hmm. I can't stop saying it either. Yeah, I definitely say this. Um, I wouldn't say I say it a lot, but I definitely do say it because there's a lot of corporate jargon is like – you kind of just said it like very transitional. Like you you feel for some reason like you are doing the wrong thing by just being like, okay, let's move on to the Mm -hmm. next thing. And you have to like throw in this word or phrase that makes you sound so corporate. You have to like acknowledge the transition when we really don't. Like in real life, you just like start talking about something else. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yes. Like if you're with a friend, I'm not going to be like, okay, Peyton, so switching gears. I'd be like, oh my gosh, you just made me think about something else actually. Yeah. Wait, I don't want to forget to tell you this. Yeah. I only have like five minutes left to talk. I want to make sure I tell you this. Like nobody says switching gears. No one. Okay. okay. High level, switching gears. Which one is worse? Which one is worse? I'm leaning towards switching gears just because the hatred comes from both the phrase and the way that it's used. Where at high level, it's not the phrase I'm, I that bothers me. It's just the way that it's used. Mm-hmm. But what do you think? Okay. I agree with you. I'm down for it. Switching gears is... It's so tough. really I mean, picturing it. It's like you're picturing a manual car switching gears. Yep. And it's cringy. And yeah, we also talked about, I think we did talk about on the episode that we actually came up with that one. Um, well, we didn't come up with it. Thank God. Um, but I think we talked about like, where did it come from? Yeah. And we were all wrong. Okay. Switching gears wins the first bracket. The next bracket is, I really like this one. Low-hanging fruit or table this conversation? Well, please let me talk about low-hanging fruit. Absolutely. I'm begging you to, actually. This was one of one of the first corporate jargons I shared. Not the first one, because the first one will always be iconic in my eyes, and we'll get to that. Uh, I think this was the second one I shared, low-hanging fruit. And you say those three words in a row, and it really is just like, what? What is low-hanging fruit? But people use this in the corporate setting when they're talking about like something that should just be like easy, something that like, you know, your audience is going to love this. 
should be like an easy task, e- easy campaign, something you can just crank out really quick. Like this is just such low hanging fruit. Like yeah, we have a grab at this. Yes, yes. Like okay, long term, you know, we need to be running ads, blah blah blah, a full campaign. But for now, let's just boost a post that's low hanging fruit. Exactly, and it's tragically terrible. And also, I will say it's so iconic. Because we use this as our example when we talk about what corporate jargon is because mm-hmm. it's just like everyone's heard it and no one knows why. It's the epitome of corporate jargon. It really, really is. Okay. Versus tableless conversation. Now, tableless conversation, we went into the entire um, Roman Empire history of where this came from, which I don't know where it came from. I forget now, but it, it was included so a discussion on the little like plastic things that you get on a takeout pizza. Yeah. The conversation went deep. Um, but really what this is, is when you're having a conversation and you're pausing it and going to pick it back up later and you're on a call and someone says something along the lines of, okay, let's table this conversation and move forward with the rest of the meeting agenda. And you know, I'll slack you later about this or we can get on another call to discuss this. And it's just exactly. like a stupid thing to say. Yeah. But it's not terrible. It's not terrible, but it's it's not great because it's just bad. like the, trying to make tabling something a verb is really annoying. Yeah. A table okay. is a thing. What are you thinking? I think we know. You know. I think I we think both we know. know. Low-hanging fruit. It has to be low-hanging fruit. It does. It has to. It's just talking about some like a, like a tree with fruit that is easy to grab somehow being an easy attainable task at work. Yeah. How did this happen? Hate. Hate. Low-hanging fruit wins. Okay. So when we get to the next round, it will be um, which two are going against each other. It will be switching gears versus low-hanging fruit. But let's, let's keep, keep that going. In mind. Yes, yeah. let's keep going. All right. So next we have let's take this offline versus <laughs> I'll give you five minutes back in the day. Oh, these are like equivalent. These are super equal to me. Yeah. Okay. For so, different reasons. One is a little sassy. One is intending to be nice. They're both so cringe. Yes. Okay. First one, let's take this offline. You're on a call and two people are having like a side side conversation, but obviously everyone hears you because you're on the same Zoom call. And like, let's say me and Eileen are like, I really think that the last one should have been low hanging fruit. And she's like, I think it should be switching gears. And we're kind of having this tiff and people are like listening to it on a call that's semi-related. And, you know, instead of, like, hashing this all out and, like, getting in, like, this little dispute, you say, let's take this offline. And it is fighting words. It's awkward because you're, like, cutting someone off and you're basically being, like, STFU. We'll talk about this later. It's the equivalent of being with a group of friends and, like, one of the couples is fighting. And, like, instead of fighting there, they're, like, we can talk about it when we get home. Yeah, and everyone's just like, okay. oh shit! Like they're definitely fighting. Yep. But okay, here. and then I'll give you five minutes back in the, your day. Mm-hmm. It it's just so clunky, mm-hmm. and it is intended to be nice, but like we've discussed, it's just one of those things that doesn't they- have to be said like that. And it's always said like that. That's the other thing too. It's not like you sometimes hear this and you sometimes don't. It's like every single time there's any amount of time left at the end of the call, even like, and I think we made a rule before, like if you're giving me a lot of time back, like 30 minutes back, 
Mm-hmm. I, I think I can get over you saying, I'll give you 30 minutes back in your day, but it will be like three minutes. Oh, I'll give you three minutes back in your day. Like, oh, thank you. Let me bow down to you for my yeah, measly three minutes. Truly. Like, thank you for the three minutes. I'm going to go solve world hunger now. <laughs> like literally, literally. It's so, so stupid. Bad. Okay. These two are hard. I know. I'm Let's torn see. because let's take this offline actually like the way that it's said it's serving a purpose and it is like hey mm-hmm. like let's stop wasting everyone else's time with this conversation let's take this offline even though it's so sassy but then like that I'll give you five minutes back in your day is just so dumb I think we have to go with because again I keep getting on like the track of like I hate these all but like genuinely out of these two I'll give you five minutes back hate more I think I hate it more too you know what I mean? Like I hate them both, but like there's something about hearing someone say, I'll give you five minutes back that does actually like bring me pain. Agreed. And every time someone says it now, since we've discussed this on the podcast, like I just have a little chuckle to myself and I'm like, idiot. Yeah. Like, come on. All right. It's I really agree. It's always three minutes. Okay. Okay. All right. Up. Wrapping us up on the one side of the bracket is strategic and let's circle back. And I think the reason we hate strategic so much is because it's overused. Yes. Like it's an actual word and it really does mean something. But when something is overused so much, it loses its meaning. Because it's like they put strategic like, yeah, let's let's plan out these social posts strategically. Let's get on a call to strategically plan the next event, like whatever it is. It's like, duh, it's going to be strategic. Why are you saying that? It's like right. they're like throwing in buzzwords like unnecessarily. Yeah. Why would we want to be anything but? Right. Like, isn't that what we're here to do as marketers? Yeah. Right. As strate- what, did, what did we say on the episode? Strategists? We're all, str- we're strategists. Yes. We are strategists. It's just like, it's like, a, it's like, yeah. That's it's a given. given. It's yes. given. We know. Ugh. Okay. Okay. So and circle back. <laughs> let's circle back on this. I feel like you guys know exactly what that means. Come back to this later. It's almost a nicer way of saying, let's take this offline. It is. It's definitely a nicer way of saying, let's take this offline. I so agree with that. And I think my hatred for like, let's circle back again is how prominent it is. Mm -hmm. Like every single time you're having a conversation with someone about anything, let's circle back to this. And also like, can we stop circling back? Can we just start doing? Yeah. Can we just circle? Can we just keep going in a straight line? Yeah. Yes. Like, and also I saw a TikTok that was like, or maybe it was Instagram, but someone's like, I'm just going to start saying, let's square around this or like, let's rectangle around this or whatever. I think you might have posted that. But it's so funny because it's like, yeah, like a lot of things go and eventually come back to where they start. Yeah. All shapes do. Yeah. Let's hexagon this. Like, why not? Yeah. Let's oval back. Because like also circling back, it's like, if that's the case, then you'd be going through the entire experience again. Like this entire, I don't want to have this entire conversation again. I didn't even want to have it one time. I didn't want to have it once and definitely don't want to have it twice. Uh, okay. So these two are a little similar with the fact that they're just both overused. Yeah. I'm not feeling too strongly either way. I hate them both really equally. Do you have an opinion? I I think I have a slight, I mean, I have an opinion on everything, but I right. do think I have a slight opinion. For which. And that would be strategic just because I think it is so, 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 so overused. I can get behind that. It really, okay. really, really is. And not even just like 
at like at work. It's like I'm seeing it on Instagram. Like it's just the buzzword of the century. And I'm tired. I think it is. You're so right. It really is like the corporate buzzword of the decade. I'm just so tired of it. Everyone is just like so strategic. And you know what? At the end of the day, I can respect the fact that let's circle back is like harmless. It's just annoying and overused. Agreed. And we say okay. it on the podcast like every episode. Yeah. So, Honestly, we say it when we're texting each other. Yeah, we say it probably more than the people that we're talking about saying it do. Yeah, because it's just unfortunately become. It's our world. It's just become that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Moving on to the right side. Let's do it. Okay. So for this one, we've got season and trim the fat. <laughs> Sounds like we're cooking a turkey. Literally. Is it Thanksgiving dinner? All right. So tell us what you hate about season, Peyton. Okay. So season is, you know... When you hear season, you're thinking seasoning, you're thinking seasons of the year, right? And at work in the corporate world, let me tell you what they mean by season because it's not what we mean. They mean a period of time, typically an extended period of time where things are not going well. And so they'll say, you know, we're in a transitional season. You know, this has been a really, really high impact tedious, whatever season, you know, there's a lot of fluctuation in this season of work, but like once we're, you know, moving forward, things should get better. It's like a weird way of saying things aren't good right now. But when they say season, it's like, how long are we talking here? Because a season is three months. So what do you mean? Because a lot of times when they say this, they're like, yeah, we just spend this like transitional season. Yeah. It's like, a year. It's like, are you, that's not a season. Like at this no. point, like this is just the way that your business operates. And I hate Right. It. Yeah. I think we talked about this last time. It's like very manipulative way for like higher up executives to try and convince you that you don't, it's just a toxic period and that you don't work for a toxic place when yeah. you actually work for a toxic place. They're literally gaslighting us all. Truly. Like I've worked for places that or like, we know this has been a crazy season, very like lots of transitions going on. But like, once this is done, we'll be in a good place. And it's like three years later, the chaos is still happening. And it's like, yeah. no, you're just bad. Yeah. Like this is no longer a season. Like this, this is, is your identity. This is who you are. Yeah. <laughs> like it goes the same for people. Like if you have an off season and you're not feeling like, okay, you're great for like a couple months. Okay, cool. That happens to everyone. You might be burnt out or whatever, but like, you don't talk about like your entire twenties as just a really transitional period. Like it's just this crazy season of transition. Like yeah. your whole twenties. Like, yeah, no, that's just who you are. That's just your life. Yeah. It's just you. Okay. Trim the fat. Trim the fat. It's just like kind of icky sounding, mm-hmm. but it's basically like just getting rid of anything that's like not unnecessary Uh, yeah unnecessary fluff and Mm -hmm. you know maybe somebody would say that like there's too many you know this is this is such a long article we really need to like trim the fat this needs to be more concise and right it's just like you hear it and you're like oh yeah okay uh maybe we didn't have to go there don't body shame my article no that's literally what i'm saying like i think i said that in the episode where it first came up like the reason it stood out to me is not because I hear it so often. It's not that. It's that mm-hmm. like when I do hear it, I'm like, hmm, should we be saying that? But it like packs a punch. So when it you do hear it, it's memorable. It always – it's so memorable. Trim the fat. And I've never said that. Mm-mm, neither have I. That's weird. Um, 
I hate both of these so much. And I'd like you to do the honor of picking which one you hate the most. I hate season more. So it wins. Okay. I agree. I think it's used more and it really is so manipulative and we're not here for that. It's just so gaslighty. And yeah, the trim the fat sucks, but we really don't have to hear it that often. Thank God. Thank goodness. Okay. Next up we have light. So this is kind of a little confusing. So there's two for one here and then another one. Okay. So one is light touch slash heavy lift. The second is Peyton's favorite, a line. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about a line. Do you want to talk about yeah. the first one? I'll talk about light touch, heavy lift. Um, I think this was, this is kind of a modern corporate jargon. I think it's just like kind of a modern corporate jargon. I think it's just like up and coming. I really think you're going to start hearing it more often. And I, I get started, worse. yeah. Um, and I think it's just when people use this, these phrases like light touch, heavy lift to describe like their contributions toward a project. Um, and your manager might be like, I'm going to need you to do this, but don't worry about it. It's a very light touch. Like it's, it's not a heavy lift. Yeah. Like you, you don't have to do that much. And instead of just being like, Hey, I need you to do this, but like, it's not going to take you that long. So just do it. Instead. It's like this very like fancy way of being like, it's not a heavy lift. It's like, okay, well, I wasn't about to go work out. So thanks for letting me know. Yeah. Like heavy lift, like I know when I got this job, I agreed that I could lift 50 pounds or more, but you don't need to remind me every day. I hate why is I that think, on some jobs descriptions. It's so random. No, I'm like, I get why. Like, I get if you're like, okay, like when I worked at like Starbucks or something, it's like, yeah, you yeah. might have to lift like heavy boxes. And like, so if you're someone that has like really bad back pain or whatever and it gets worse, that's their way of being like, well, you have to be able to lift 50 pounds. Yeah. But like sometimes you'll Not get a job. No, yeah, you'll get like a corporate job and it's like, must be able to lift 50 pounds. Like, what am I lifting of giants? Yeah. I guess you with your cart, Eileen. Honestly, last episode. yeah, I remember last episode, uh, episode horror stories. Yeah, two episodes ago. If you know, you know. If you haven't listened yet, that one was so funny. I would really highly recommend it. But yeah, anyways, I think people are just putting a little bit too much uh, like physical, like trying to have like physical comparisons to doing work and it just is annoying. Yeah, agreed. It's, I can't. But I'm telling okay. you, I think that one might win like the rising star of corporate jargon award. Yeah, I think that you. we're going to see more of that. And like, we'll have to circle back next year around this time and see like, did it make it? Because, you know, we can add some to next year's bracket that we're 2023. For sure. Jargons that are just so iconic, they need to make it a second year. That's right. But yeah, that one sucks. Um, mm-hmm. The second is one that was it the first episode? It was the very first episode, Corporate Jargon. Our very first episode of the podcast. Eileen was the one that brought the first corporate jargon to the podcast, and it was the word align. And she was saying, you know, you're on a call, and it's just so overused. Like They're like, we have to align our sales goals to our marketing goals. We have to get, you know, go get in contact with Eileen and align with her on her plan and strategy for 2024. There's just like, and honestly, like this is the most overused of all of the ones I'm here. A thousand percent agree. It is nonstop and like, like everywhere. And this one is breaking out of the corporate jargon and just in like everyday life for Mm -hmm. me. Like I hear, I'm so aware of it. Because I actually like saying a line and that was kind of our conversation was me being like, wait, I feel called out because I like using a line. Like I I feel like it's just a fun word to say. And 
I'm so still, even with that, even though I'm like not going to get rid of it, I hear it when I say it. I'm like, okay, you said it again. Like I'm very aware of the word align. And I'm telling you, I hear it everywhere. I go to a yoga class, you know, align today with yourself and get centered and blah, blah, blah. Everywhere. Align, 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 align. Align. And for me, that one wins because a hundred million percent. That one wins. It's so prominent and relevant. I'm glad we're aligned on that. Me too. And I think we have some we have some more ideas on how to just further our align, um, just our align usage moving forward. Do you think align wins? Because I think it has to. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Okay, lovely. Yeah, that's a that one's gonna make it far. I think. I think so too. It's pretty that iconic. Calling it now it might not might make it to the final two. It might. We'll see. We really talk about it a lot. We do. Okay. Next up, we have divide and conquer and kudos. So Peyton, I want to hear your thoughts on divide and conquer. Okay. Divide and conquer is exactly what it says. You're on a call, you're doing something with a team and you're saying like, okay, there's all, there's so much that needs to get done for this campaign. Let's divide and conquer. Like we're going to war and I'm going to work on the copy for all the social captions. Eileen's going to work on the images. We just divided and conquered November social. Whatever it is, divide and conquer, divide and conquer. Mm -hmm. It's so common, especially on like a a team call. You can't go through a team call without a divide and conquer. So true. Like it just doesn't happen. Impossible to say like work together. Yeah, let's each do our part. Like, it's impossible to say that. It must be divide and conquer trash. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, the other one that is going up against divide and conquer is kudos. And I think the reason we talked about this one previously is that it truly is just like the corporate way of complimenting someone. Like, you can't just be like, that was amazing work that you did. Yeah. Great job. It's like, hey, I got to give you kudos on that. That was really good. Yeah. And it's like, does kudos even mean anything? Like, what is it, What are we even saying right now? Yeah. Reminds me of Emperor Cusco. Oh, from Emperor's New Group? Of course. I love that movie. That was my second grade birthday party. <gasps> really? Do you like Crocs yeah. New Groove? Because it's actually more iconic and no one's seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I think you would love it. Kronk gets his own spinoff movie. Oh, is it's it on real Disney+? Cute. Yeah. Okay, great. I'll watch I think it. you'll actually really love it. Okay. Um, trash and trash. Trash and trash. I think, let's say on the count of three, which one we both think. Because we haven't had any controversy yet and we're like winding down. So maybe we yeah, should no, it's make true. this dramatic. I'm, hold on. I need a second because I'm actually struggling with this one. Okay. Hmm. Literally me right now. My brain is like that meme of like the teacher with all the, or whoever it is. And there's like all the like. Algorithm, yeah. like um, equations over in front of her face. That's me right now. Okay. One, two, three. Kudos. Divide and conquer. <laughs> We're opposite. I had, okay. So here's the problem because I like, I hate them both so much. Like I could get on your, I could get on the same train as you. I could get on the divide and conquer train, the DNC train. Don't However, Don't the divide and conquer train. However, The thing with kudos is, okay, the thing with divide and conquer is it's a hate, but mm-hmm. like when I see it, it when I hear it or I see it somewhere, it doesn't necessarily stand out to me. I'm almost numb. I'm okay. numb to the divide you and conquer. You know what? 
I agree with that. But kudos. It's like every single time I see it, I'm like, why? And also like, I don't even want to congratulate this person. I hate you. I don't care. Like, just say what you need to say or like, like it'll be on a, even on a call. Like the fact that people are actually speaking the word kudos. Yeah. No. But like I said, I'm really not so, I'm still kind of in the middle. So I could go with divide and conquer. But you just almost convinced me to go with kudos now. <sighs> Shoot. Because I agree with you. I think I see divide and conquer and I don't, I'm not like, Ugh. Like I am to, you know, low-hanging fruit. Right. And if you get an email that says, or a Slack that's like, kudos to blank person, like I'm immediately like, ugh. You're reading it and you're like, kudos. Congrats. You're so awesome. Let's go kudos then, girl. Okay. I love that. Me too. Emperor kudos. (laughs) Rest in peace to, I don't know if it still exists, but there was a Slack channel at one point called Kudos Corner where you could just drop Mm. kudos for people. I believe it's still there. Not that I've ever clicked into it. Literally never. Ever. Okay. okay. So fun. Lastly, you guys, Last. for the first round, and then it's going to be pretty quick. Mm-hmm. We have drill down and scale slash optimize. Drill down in the shortest version is get more specific. Let's drill down on the details of this campaign Let's drill down on the action items or drill down on our, what we're planning for next year, whatever it is. Drill down, drill down. Like, are, are we looking for oil? I don't know. Maybe today we are. <laughs> because absolutely not. I hate it. It's bad. Drill down. It's really bad. It's always like, we really need to drill down on the details. Scale and optimize. I think I just really hate this one because you just sound like a finance bro. It's like, mm-hmm. skill. you see like a TikTok. It's like, you want to scale your business? Yeah. You yep. optimize your success. Foz told me, actually, my fiance has been re-listening to all of our podcast episodes, which I love because we love him. he, once he does it, then he talks to me about the episode, like after that day, like he does like one a day. So he'll come home and talk about the episode and it's like a nice refresher. And so he does listen to the, the scale and optimize okay. episode. And he was like, I was laughing the whole time I was driving because like scale is so ridiculous. And he's like, you guys are... 100% right where like even in his he works in real estate and like he's like even in my industry scale 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 like yeah, scale they probably is- say it all the time all the time because they're almost like the finance bros yeah I don't know what's going on with scale I hate it so much I do too it's constant it's like I think I think what really set me off about it was one time I wrote an article and I said like um like in order to like be successful in your something. And some the person who's editing it was like, why don't we change this to like scale your business? And, I and was they like, feel like so original. Like, I got you guys, no one's done this. You. Yeah. Like, I have a really good idea. I swear no one has ever done this before. Yeah. How about we change everything you just wrote to just this one simple word, scale? Yeah. No, let's not. We're trying to scale and optimize. We're not trying to just like grow. Grow is way too boring now. No, you can't. Yeah, no increase, like nothing. It has to be scale. I mean, I feel like I feel like we answered ourselves with this yeah. one. It's scale, scale optimize definitely optimized. is the winner over drill down. Drill down. Yep. Drill down. It's like that that one is so annoying. You don't even have any words when you see it because you're just like angry. <laughs> Whereas yeah. we just ranted about scale for like 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yep. Scale's a bad one. Okay. Okay, so we have narrowed it down from 16 to 8, and we will take a quick break and then come back for the second round. 
sweet. Working on a weekend like usual. All right, guys, we are ready for the second part of the bracket, the championship bracket of corporate jargon. We have narrowed it down to eight phrases, corporate jargon, pet peeves. We have switching gears, low-hanging fruit. I'll give you five minutes back in your day. Strategic, season, align, kudos, and scale and optimize. So we're just going to quickly narrow these down to four. Yeah, just, we're each going to take a side. Yeah, we're each going to take a side. So looking at the bracket right now, and Peyton, why don't you do the honors of choosing between switching gears and low-hanging fruit? Which one sucks more? I have to go with low-hanging fruit. Solid choice. There's just no other way. Low-hanging no fruit way. would be my option, my choice. Okay, perfect. That is moving on to the semifinals. Yes. Okay, next. Do you want me to take this one? Yep, go okay. for it. Okay, we've got... I'll give you five minutes back in your day and strategic. Oh, this is hard. What a hard one. This is hard. That's a hard one. Oh, my gut is telling me that strategic is worse. It's just so overused. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. No, don't be sorry. This is what this is all about. And honestly, if you, you ever respect my answer. This, I really respect it. Okay. I think that they both are actually, this is a hard choice. They both are tragic. Yeah. If you're listening, I am curious what you guys throughout this entire journey would have picked. Yeah. So you'll have to let us know, like, what out of all of these, which one should win? Which one is the worst? And yes. let us know if we got it right or wrong. Yeah. We're going to have to, like, do a quiz on our Instagram stories or a poll or something with the final four and see, like, what you would have picked. Yeah, totally. Okay. Okay. Next up is oh, season or a line, and it's mine. That's tough. So we obviously know which one I'm picking. A line. Mm, yep. It has to be a line. Now I do love season, but it has to be a line. I think it does. It is just the creme de la creme of, of corporate jargon. jargon these days. It really is. Okay. Rounding it out, we have kudos and scale optimize. Oh my God. Why did I get stuck with the really hard I know. ones? I, I swear you did. And we didn't even plan it like that. These are hard. These are like two of my least favorites, honestly. These these both could be like finalists in a different world. Oh my God. I don't know how to pick. I really don't. Okay. Do you have a strong feeling about either? I think scale wins. Okay. I'm good with that. I'm but good like with they it. both are real. It's really hard. Yeah. Kudos. Just, thank you for your contribution, but scale optimize is worse. It, it, it just it made its way to the end. Okay. So recapping where we're at now for the semifinals. We have low-hanging fruit, strategic, align, and scale slash optimize. How are we going to pick? We have to pick between low-hanging fruit and strategic. Okay. They're strategic, actually very opposite. They're so different. It's just hard because strategic it, right now is the one that like is annoying me the most. Yeah. But the more obscene, like if you just like had to name off corporate jargon, it would be low-hanging fruit. Like it's just a ridiculous thing to say. Yeah. Gosh. I'm like I'm like my heart rate is rising trying I'm to make these decisions you. right now. I feel like we're like like there's money on the line. <laughs> yeah, like this is some serious business. It really is. Okay. I mean, what do you have like a thought of what you because I think I know. 
what I would say. I think I know too. Okay, three, two, one. Let's see if we're on the same page. Okay. One, two, three. Strategic. Oh, hanging fruit. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Oh my goodness. I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, well, hold on. Let's let's try to revisit. Like, what is let's the workshop. goal of this? What let's workshop this. What is the goal of this? Okay, is it what is more ridiculous sounding, or what is annoying us more, or what is overused? Like, what? Yeah, I mean, like what is the? Yeah, I guess it's all of them. But I think the primary is which one is like the mo- most ridiculous. It's kind of where my brain's going because for me, the most ridiculous to me is also the one that like I would I guess which one do we want removed from Mm. you know what I mean like which one are we hearing that we're like please stop saying that stop and puts you in a bad mood yeah okay I feel like we just like are opposite on this one no I I, based off of what I just said I'm on strategic I know but I don't want to just try to convince you no 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 based on my own my own parameters that I put in place yes my own definition of the queen or king I'm automatically now strategic. Because, okay, I will say low-hanging fruit is so ridiculous. But so ridiculous. I think when people say it now, I more so actually just laugh. Agreed. And I think our audience would say the same. Like, I'm trying to think, like, what would – I think it's strategic. Are you sure? I don't mm-hmm. want to be, a, like, a group no, thing here and making you come low to Low-hanging my... fruit, it really isn't said that much. It's not. It doesn't affect my day-to-day. Strategic affects every moment of my waking work. I can agree with that. So I feel like it has to win just based off of that. Okay. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I just, you know what? I don't want to seem like I'm bullying you into this decision. No, no, no. I don't feel that way. I promise. Okay. 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 We're going with strategic, you guys. It's been hard out here. It's been hard. This Um, is stressful. It is all hell strategic okay on our other side this is actually really 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 hard oh my gosh align and scale slash optimize which is an impossible task like literally an impossible task i mean you know where i stand but the thing is even as the queen of align i'm having a hard time even me because based on my own definition, like scale and scale actually, you know, I know, I know my answer. It's scale. Really? I hate scale. I like really, really, really hate scale. And I optimize really too, hate it too. Like, like the optimization of blah, blah, blah. Those two words like irk me regularly. Okay. I think I can get on board with that, which is shocking because I really thought a line was going to take the cake. Me too. But at but the same so time. I have been, I've become a little more numb to a line, whereas scale is, is bothering me a lot. Well, because you also deal with me saying a line all the time. So like at a certain point, it's just you. Yeah. I think a line for me has morphed a little bit where like, it's actually annoys me more. Like it doesn't annoy me as much now when people are like, let's make sure we're, you know, aligning with that team on this. I more so get annoyed now when people are like giving their feedback giving their feedback on something and like or like someone will like put a comment in a google doc and be like can we change this to this and then someone else comments on that comments on it and they're like i'm aligned with that like shut up but like the general Mm -hmm. use of a line i feel like i've succumbed to it a little bit because i just know everyone's gonna keep saying it 
Yeah. Exposure therapy. Exactly. So, okay. This is a little bit of an upset in my opinion. No, I know. Based on our own decisions. <laughs> our, but we, we really thought this through. So our finalists for worst corporate jargon of 2023 is strategic and scale slash optimize. Okay. Now, wow. Should we take a quick break and come back to the finale? I think we should. I think we okay. must. Stay tuned, everybody. It is done. It is time. We are back for the finale of our corporate dragon bracket, championship bracket. We have two final phrases, strategic and scale optimize. And Peyton just had a great idea how we are going to make this decision because this is tough. It's hard. It's, it's a tough pill to swallow. You know, it's, it could go either way. It could go either way. Yeah. One of them will come up, come out on top. And the way we are going to figure that out is by going through three things. One, when is this word used? Like what is the environment in which this word is used? Use case. Two, how often is it used? Mm -hmm. And three, does the word like actually make sense for what it's describing? So let's start with the first thing. The use case. Strategic, um, I would I would argue that strategic is used for literally everything. Anything and everything, which is uh, one point towards winning for being horrible. Yes. So, okay. So strategic is the worst one in terms of like use case. Well, what I was, okay. We could do it like that. I was going to do two hands and then be oh, like, okay. okay, which one got more? And yeah, the yeah. one with more is the worst one. It wins. Okay. So, so point ignore, one. That, ignore what I just said. Okay. We have one point towards strategic for mm -hmm. the use case being all of the above. Anything and everything is strategic. Mm -hmm. The second one mm -hmm. is how frequently is it used? Yep. For strategic, nonstop. That's non two. Mm -hmm. We'll look at the third point. The third point is, does it actually make sense the way that people are using it in the corporate world? I would say it does make sense. Mm -hmm. However, it's it's way overused. It's like almost like a given, as we mm -hmm. talked about earlier. Like this is common knowledge. We don't need to be using it so much. So I'm going to give it 2.5 points. Okay. That's fair. Our second one. Scale and optimize. Scale and so, optimize. First off, when is it being used? Um, it's used when we're talking about, yeah, like we need to like make this better. We need mm -hmm. to improve. So for me, maybe that's like a half a point. Agreed. Because it, it's, point. it's used a decent amount, but strategic is literally used constantly. Yes. In comparison, okay. it's not. Well, also, yeah, I guess this, the second one is frequency. Yeah. I would say, I mean, I would argue that I think it gets a full point for frequency, not just in the corporate world, but just like every version of the corporate world, any business sector or industry. Yeah, it uses it. It's just cross, it's crossing over. Okay, so it's at a 1.5. Then the final thing is, is it like being used in a correct way? I think no. No, it's like never being used in the correct way. So this is an issue because we ended at 2.5, 2.5. Yeah, we sure did. So they're tied right now. So I think we just have to go for it. And just pick one. I think we have to pick one. God, I wish we could like phone a friend right now. <sighs> okay. In that case. 
Yeah, we, we you got, got this. Let me actually look. Okay, I know my answer. I think I know my answer too. I feel the feeling they're going to be opposites, but let's find out. <laughs> no, I'm nervous. It starts with an S. I'm kidding. They will start with an S. Um, I was thinking. Well, let's just say on the count of three. Okay. okay. Three, two, one. Strategic. Scale. I knew that was gonna happen. Okay. Okay. Now I want you to argue your case. I think the case that I'm arguing is the frequency of usage. Mm-hmm. It's Which, just always. It's it's an adjective that is thrown into every single description of something you're working on. Okay, agreed. Now here's my thoughts. I think scale is so like I think strategic is like yes, it should win because we hear it so much, so much, so much that like mm-hmm. it has to be the winner because it's the most frequent. But scale, I feel like is the buzzword of 2023. Yeah, no. And like next so year, right. strategic could be like a big. I feel like strategic will still be said constantly, but scale might fall off. Like scale is not something that people have always used as frequent and as weird as mm-hmm. they do right now. You're right. You're so right. Oh my god, this is hard. I would say leave it up to the audience, but we just don't have time for that. I know. I'm trying to think. Can I, should I just say at least try to slack, Kelsey? Get a slacker and be like, "Can you get on a call?" Should we just should we just take call-ins from anyone that will answer? Your mom. We could. That actually is really funny. I know. No, everyone's like busy. They're like, what are you doing calling me? Like you gave me no warning. You know what? Why not? Why don't I? I'll, I'll call my mom. We'll just see what happens. Well, you call your mom and I'll call my mom. Okay. Ignored. Okay. Let's let's ask my mom. We'll call. Try one more time. She just sent me a, can I call you later? Oh, She's okay, probably okay, on a meeting. Okay. 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 Let me call mine. Hi, mom. Hi, babe. What's wrong? Um, no, nothing's wrong. <laughs> Um, you're actually on the podcast right now. Say hi. Oh, hi, everyone. So we're doing our corporate jargon championship. So all of the corporate jargon that we've done for the whole year, we did a bracket and we're breaking it down to the absolute worst. And so we're stuck between two and we're getting a couple calls to get opinions. And so we are currently stuck between strategic. So like a, some, like we, we know the word strategic, obviously, but like people overuse it. Like they're always saying strategic, like, Oh, let's get on a call and talk about this strategically. Like, yeah, duh. You know, like that's our whole job is to talk strategically. So we hate hearing that all the time. The second is when people say scale, like, Oh, we have to scale this. Like we want to scale the business. We really need to scale our efforts on this. Like, it's just a stupid thing to say. Like, I hate it. Which of those to you is just like more annoying. Strategic? Yes. Okay. Thank you, Mom. Oh. Well, thank you. Thank you for calling in. Forced. Forced call in. All right. I love you. I appreciate everything you guys do. I love you as well. All right. Bye. Bye. That was so I feel good. Like, you know who would be a good person to call? I think the mics. <gasps> Wait. One's right here. He's in there? Mike. Perfect. Come here. We need you. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Oh my god. We are doing our corporate jargon bracket. Worst corporate jargons of all the episodes we've had. Mm-hmm. And we have made it down to strategic and scale. Which one's worse? Can you use them as first? Yeah, we can yeah, use them explain the strategic like the way we're saying it. Okay, so strategic is everybody in the corporate world uses strategic as like we really need to be strategic when we're coming up with this plan. We need to have a strategic brainstorm session and it's just very like, yeah, we know everything. We should be strategic all the time. We get it. You don't have to say it all the time. Okay. And then scale is like, you really want to like 
I can't say that. Yeah, no, no. It has to be the finance bro voice. It's a very finance bro. Like, don't you want to like scale your business? And we need to like scale back on this and like do a better job. Which one's worse? It's really close. Um, Yeah, it's really close. Maybe scale scale feels a little bit more like you're like trying really hard to be smart. Yes. 100 percent okay well peyton's mom voted for strategic you voted for scale we've got one to one i have also thank you honey thanks mike okay bye mike's on the pod um we're tied again okay we have a we can ask us my mom said my reason is isn't every business decision already strategic question mark unless you're a moron yeah okay so true Carolyn. Okay, let's let's see if Foz will answer, and then I think if no one will get on the call, uh, answer us, then we just have to move forward. Okay. Hi, you're on the podcast right now. We wanted to ask you get your take on something really quickly. Do you have a second? So our question is: so We're doing a corporate jargon championship. So we took all of our corporate jargon and we did a bracket, and we're at the final the final two. We can't decide between them. So I wanted to get your opinion. We got a few other opinions as well. So our options that we're stuck between two, we're stuck between strategic and scale. And I'm going to cut this part out because we've already explained them about 40 times. So strategic is, you're saying scale? Well, you didn't even let me get into what they are. But he recently listened to every okay, episode. So yeah, I guess he listened to every episode. So you were thinking scale. And why? Uh, just because that's the one most relatable to me. Okay. And why, and what is it that you feel when you hear someone say scale? Anger? Do you see red? Love? Yeah, probably the anger is because I hear it so much. Right. And where are you hearing it? Like on Instagram and stuff, right? Instagram, TikTok, any video that talks about any growing your own business, they always use scale. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. You know what? I think that I finally, we're, we're about to reach the end of this debacle because I just got a third vote for scale. Okay. From Deborah on Slack. First of all, she said she didn't think either of those were corporate jargon. And I was like, listen, listen, listen. No, no, no. And and by her not knowing, that's the problem. But I said, the reason we hate them is because everyone says, everyone says strategic too often. Like, yeah, we know this is supposed to be strategic. Whereas scale is a very like try hard way of saying you're trying to yes. improve and grow. And she said, okay, in that case, people are using scale wrong all the time. Scale should be if you are exponentially increasing the amount yeah. of something. Scale production, scale creation, it shouldn't be used for normal growth. That's such a good point. Yes, Deborah. Thank you. Okay. Okay. You heard it here first, everybody. Scale. Scale Scale won the 2023 Corporate Jargon Championship. Scale. Can I tell you what Kelsey said or no? What? I said, what's worse, corporate jargon, strategic or scale? She had the same answer as Deborah. Hmm. Are those those actually jargon, LOL? And then she said, or am I just indoctrinated? That yeah, she's like, like, no, that's what I was saying it. about Deborah. Like, obviously, Deborah and Kelsey, you know, we love them. Yeah. I'm just saying you not seeing it as corporate jargon is scary. Problem. Yeah. Okay. Well, scale, scale. has scaled its way to the top of the corporate jargon winning bracket. Heck yeah, it did. Yes, wow. it did. That was so fun. Can't believe the line didn't win, you know. I know. I think it's everyone's really- going to be really shocked about that one. I think so. Like the fact that we got down to these two, but again, we're trying to focus on this year. 
what was going on. We're not talking about lifetime. We're not talking about what mm-hmm. might be coming next year. For this year, scale, scale. Scale. And you know what's strategic? You you were close. You need to work on a lot. You need to think more strategically on how to use your method in conversations. Yes. Wow. Okay. That was great. That was fun. I had so much fun, actually. I had so much fun, too. And the fact that we genuinely could not decide which one was worse yeah, was just right. hilarious. Four outside voices. Yeah. We had Carolyn, Mike, Mike, Deborah, Louise ignored us. True. She's working. <laughs> She's actually working. Ignored. It's the middle of the day on a Thursday. So, yeah. Makes sense. Oh, that was so funny and so fun. And what a great way to round out our one year anniversary episode. Yay. To everyone that has listened for the last year, thank you so much. Yeah. I mean, from the bottom of our hearts. Truly, from the bottom of our soulless corporate hearts. Thank you. Thank you so much. We have had 34 episodes in a year. I'm going to give you some numbers, Peyton. Okay. I'm actually really excited about this. 34 episodes. Wow. 18 corporate jargons, two honorable mentions that didn't make the bracket, but that's okay. Next year. Four amazing interviews, over 150 social posts Dang. about our episodes. You have spent hundreds of hours editing. Literally hundreds of hours. And you mix that all together and what do you get? One amazing year of podcasting. Yay. I love that so much. I've had the best year. Like, I don't think we've ever really talked about why we started the podcast, but I had, me and Eileen both had like an idea of like wanting to start something like this. And like, neither of us really did anything with that idea. Mm -hmm. And once we became friends and started talking about work and really expanding outside of even just like the day-to-day work conversations and having deeper conversations about work, work-life balance, working for yourself, all of the things, we just felt like there was a place in the podcast space for us. And a year later, I still feel that way. And I'm still like super – every single episode feels like the first one. Like I'm excited every single time to record. Yeah. And it's just and been a great year. Agreed. And I love like we were kind of reminiscing a little bit before we started recording and it's so funny how – we used to like tackle the podcast, the first few episodes and how like we did notes on everything and we like Mm -hmm. scripted things out and how now we are like a well-oiled machine. Is that corporate jargon? Kind of. Yeah. We're a well-oiled machine. We have our routines. We know we want to say we're so much more like comfortable knocking the episodes out. And like, it's just cool to watch ourselves scale this podcast. We're scaling the podcast and it's been a great time. We went from bi-weekly to weekly. We've done so many episodes and Mm I genuinely, I think the best part of it is when people tell us they've listened and they bring up the corporate jargon or anything like that. Like it literally makes both of our days. Like if anyone leaves a review or sends a message to Eileen or to me, like we get so giddy over that. So thank you again for even just sharing something one time or leaving a review or listening when you can while you're in the car. It it makes all the difference for us. And we get to keep showing up and doing this every single week. And I can't imagine a better way to spend my Mondays than listening to the latest episode of the pod. Couldn't agree more. It's been so fun. So thank you all again. We love you so much. We have big things coming for season two. 
Yeah. So you just wait. And you know what? If there was something that you loved that we did in season one, let us know. Yes. Because we want to give you more of what you're looking for. Yeah. So um, you can always stop by the WOTW Instagram and shoot us a message, engage with our content on there. If you want a little giggle in your day, the WOTW pod TikTok. It will serve. It will serve giggles for sure. It sure will. With that, that's a wrap on year one. Ah, that's so crazy. So crazy. So fun. And you know what? Freaking good for us. Yeah. I know it just sounded like a really lame way of saying that, but like good for us. People don't stick with their commitments. No. I'm really trying to find this stat because I heard it on a podcast and I've seen it before. 44% of podcast episodes or 44% of podcasts have less than three episodes. Wow. Out of the millions and millions and millions of podcasts, only 700,000 of those podcasts have more than 10 episodes. Wow. Yes. And we have 34. 90% of podcasts will quit after 20 episodes. Wow. And here we are. And by the way, we're not just like, oh, this was fun. I know I listen to some podcasts where they do like a season one and they're like, bye guys. I love that. Like, yeah. maybe see you next season. Like, we are here for the long haul. No, we're we'll see you next week, guys. We'll see you next week and the week after that and the week after that. And then next year at this time, another corporate jargon championship. Okay. Yeah. Because we're not going right. anywhere. That's right. We're committed. So good for us. Oh, sorry, guys. You know, it's just really important to give yourself a pat on the back sometimes. So, yeah. and you, we, you guys can't talk to us because I'm sure. Some of our most loyal listeners are like, you guys are awesome. That's so crazy that you've made it this far. Thank you. I know you're saying it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just thank you for the compliment I didn't receive, but thank you. You know you mean it. I know they do. All right, everyone. We'll see you next week. Thanks again. And we love you so much. Season two. Bye. Bye. Working on a weekend like usual.